Case Cook is unfortunately ruled out for the rest of the season. A wide receiver is entering the transfer portal. And also, could a Tiger potentially go pro after next season? All this and more coming up right now on Locked On Mizzou. You are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And thank you for making this your first listen each and every weekday. And thank you to McDonald's. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. And you know what? Speaking of communities, that actually brings me to Case Cook. Unfortunately, some sad news. Case Cook out for the rest of the season, and more than likely that'll be it for his Missouri career. I think technically, because of COVID, Case Cook might be able to come back for an extra year. I'm not anticipating that, but you know what? Who knows? We'll see. In terms of his NFL future, I guess that would obviously factor in. I'm not going to pretend to be smart enough to know how Case Cook stacks up against the rest of the right guards in all of Division I football. But I, I would think that if he was a surefire first-round type talent, we would have probably heard so, some of that scuttlebutt already at this point. But you know what? When I think about Case Cook, he just seems like one of those guys who, even though he's from Clem, Georgia originally, well, I talk about a guy who fit in in mid-Missouri almost immediately, right? I felt like I was watching his his My Stripes thing online that they've done on a few guys, the behind-the-scenes thing. Mizzou football's done on some players. Well, Case Cook just seems like a good old boy, right? Likes to hunt, likes to fish, all that good stuff, loves being outdoors. You know what? Even though I don't literally know Case Cook, I was thinking, you know what? I do know this guy. I've gone to high school with this guy. But you know what? I'll tell you, even though Case Cook is sort of that classic good old boy, he seemed to get along great with everybody on the team, whether it was somebody from St. Louis or KC or anywhere throughout the country. And that sort of reminded me that in Columbia, we really do have an opportunity. The people like myself who live in this community, because whether you're somebody like Case Cook or maybe you're somebody who's never lived in a place like mid-Missouri, maybe, maybe you've never been around any rednecks, right? Maybe you're an inner city kid. Well, for a lot of the kids that Missouri recruits, let's be honest, this is their impression of the rest of the world, quote unquote. It's not just about their impression of Columbia. It gives them an impression of what's possible outside of their original communities and what can just be possible in general from just people who they've never met or talked to before, who walk in different circles. So just a little thing there. You can either leave a positive impression or a negative impression. That's just really something I think all of us who live here should think about. 
So I try to leave a positive impression all the time in Columbia when I can. Just a random thought there. Because really, Case Cook left a really positive impression on me and I think everybody in this community. Because obviously he's been a captain the last two years. Started all all eleven or excuse me, all ten games last season for Missouri, played every single snap. You know, what a leader, what a guy. I'm just I'm just frankly sad that it had to end this way. I wanted more for Case Cook. If anything, I think if I was too bullish on this Tiger team for twenty twenty one, I think it was because of guys like Case Cook, because of guys like Tyler Beatty and Martez Manuel who just seem like really good leaders and just really good young men who, again, are going to be good guys, I think, good parts of whatever community they happen to be about going forward. So, again, Case Cook, I frankly, I just wish it could have ended more on a more positive note. But you know what? He had a great career. He got to be part of that LSU victory last season, that Arkansas victory last season. He'll have plenty of great memories. And unfortunately, as athletes, for 99% of us, it doesn't end usually in the storybook, in the storybook fashion that we would like. Now, speaking of something that definitely didn't end in storybook fashion, well, Jamori Macklin has entered the transfer portal. Of course, the wide receiver is a cousin of former Missouri great Jeremy Macklin. And naturally, that didn't work out how either side would have hoped. And, well, you have to also probably factor in that Barry Odom and his staff originally recruited Macklin. So he wasn't an Eli Drinkwitz guy. And take that for what it's worth. But it was obvious that not only with Mookie Cooper coming in this past season, with now Luther Burden coming in this next season, there was going to be a lot of competition for snaps. That's for darn sure. Obviously, he'd been passed, I think, by certainly by Dominic Lovett, probably by Chance Looper and J.J. Hester as well. So that broken forearm in preseason, put him behind the eight ball, just put him behind schedule. And unfortunately, I, I, I definitely saw and still see potential in Macklin as a slot receiver for sure. But unfortunately, it just didn't work out. I think he'll probably land somewhere in Division One for sure. Probably not a Power 5 school if I had to guess, but he'll definitely still be a Division One player. I'd be surprised if he weren't. So regardless, I'm going to still be following what Jamori Macklin does, and certainly good luck to him in the future. No hard feelings whatsoever. And there's a certain Missouri Tiger who I think might be off to the NFL, maybe more quickly than we might expect. But first, I do want to remind you that this episode of Locked on Mizzou is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty affordable food. Yeah, if you're from a small town like me in particular, you know the McDonald's is practically a community center, a place where families and friends can come to reconnect, whether it's your study group, whether you're celebrating the home team victory, or maybe you're you're the away team licking your wounds on the way out of town. Well, either way, McDonald's the perfect place to come recharge. For me, I love recharging at McDonald's on an early morning road trip, something like that. 
Give me a bacon, egg, and cheese and an unsweet tea, and I'm basically ready to go. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. Did somebody say Locked On Mizzou Watch Party? Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? So a big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. Well, obviously things have not gone perfectly for the Missouri Tiger football team so far, but you know what? Harrison Mevis so far literally has been perfect, and I'm not even saying statistically, although statistically, yes, he's been perfect. Even though he hasn't missed a kick yet, have any of them been particularly close to being missed? It's not like he's banging them off the off the uprights. Those things are splitting the uprights just about every time. And with that being said, frankly, what more does Harrison Mevis have to prove? If he keeps this pace up through this season and next, because guess what? He does have to stay through at least his junior season, having played his true freshman campaign. Well, I think it's possible that he could make a very unusual move and leave early for the NFL draft because he's that unusually good of a kicker so far. I mean, it's really, really impressive. He's like Jeff Wolfert, except with a little bit bigger of a leg. And that matters. It matters a lot in the NFL. Not just on long kicks, but of course on kickoffs as well. That's something that, you know, the NFL has really emphasized, arguably to its detriment the last few seasons, is kickoff distance versus not necessarily accuracy. The idea being that, well, field goal accuracy is a little bit hit and miss, a little bit catch as catch can, but leg, that's something that is consistent. That's the logic. Now, a lot of people would argue, hey, if you're the San Diego Chargers or the LA Chargers, teams who have really struggled with place kicking the last few years, you can definitely say you've gone too far and the law of diminishing returns has kicked in. Having said that, that's the reality. So, That is the only question with Mebus, and I think it's a fair question because so far we all know that Sean Ketting has been an incredible kickoff guy with Harrison Mebus the last two seasons, so we never get to see Mebus do it. But the reality is that's okay because kicking the ball off a tee is one of the few things that you can absolutely simulate in practice in an NFL workout, a scouting combine, any of that stuff. It's not like a guy's ever gotten the yips on the kickoffs where suddenly, oh no, it's game day and he's hooking the ball out of bounds every time. I've seen that in golf. I've never seen it on kickoffs. I've seen it on field goals. I've seen it on extra points even, but I've never seen it on kickoffs. So I think Harrison Mevis, if he needs to prove kickoff distance, I think he can do that, and if that 56-yard field goal that he hit against Boston College is any indication, well, he's probably got a pretty darn good leg. So to me, Harrison Mevis, even if he's not the absolute number one overall ranked NFL kicker, I think there's a chance he leaves for the pros sooner rather than later because regardless of what his kickoff distance is, I'm not sure he's going to have a whole lot more to prove at the college level come 2022 and for the 2023 draft. By the way, the Missouri men's basketball team announced the start times and networks for its non-conference basketball schedule. So that's exciting if you're a hoops fan, I suppose. 
Probably the most notable game, of course, December 11th at Allen Fieldhouse against Kansas. 215 tip off, but on big ESPN. Yes, the main ESPN. That's a big upgrade, quite frankly, from what Missouri will be looking at early in the season. A whole lot of SEC plus, baby. Learn the plus. And love it. Sorry, I backed off the microphone there for a second to make a silly, silly plus symbol for YouTube. That's the kind of extra content you get over there. But seriously, though, not a bad non-conference schedule for Missouri. But you know what? I'm going to give all of you a little bit of a tip because I know some of you are pissed. I know I still have some older members of this audience who are saying, SEC plus, no. And listen, I get it. Sometimes technology can be frustrating. Click this, drag that, put in your password. You know what? F you. There's my password. Why don't you put that in? But seriously, let's just not get frustrated anymore. Allow me to help you out. Surely you have Wi-Fi, right? If you're listening to this podcast, you must be somewhat capable of doing something technologically. So I think the most simple way to access these SEC Plus games. If you want to watch all the Missouri basketball content, you can shake a stick at, well, just purchase a Roku Express and get your son, your daughter, your grandchild, your smart, older friend. Maybe, you have a, maybe you've got an octogenarian buddy who happens to be a tech whiz. Either way, just get somebody who knows what they're doing with that stuff to set it up for you. And then you should be good, good to go. Simple as that. And here's my other tip. When you sign up for ESPN+, Plus, which is $6 a month, $7 a month, or you simply get this content free with your cable package, make those passwords as simple as possible. I mean, really, make it something very, very easy to type in. Make it something that's six letters, as short as possible. Because here's the thing, every once in a while, that's the reality, especially with ESPN for whatever reason, they make you re-log back in. So just know your password, make it something six letters, short as it can possibly be, because guess what? Even though I'm no fan of hacking, nobody wants to hack into your ESPN account, nobody's trying to hack into your Netflix, and even if they do, what's the worst thing they're going to do? Nobody's going to drain your Netflix account or excuse me, nobody's going to drain your bank account from your Netflix account. Let's not be overly paranoid. And you know what? If all that sounds like too much for you, well, consider switching yourself or your tech-phobic friend to an actual cable provider, a satellite provider that has SEC+, Plus, Netflix, all that stuff built in to the box itself. And this has been Tech Corner with John. And coming up, I do want to talk actually about the Missouri uniforms from last week because, well, they made a switcheroo. They went with the gold pants after I and many other people criticized their previously revealed uniform combination. So you can't accuse Eli Drinkwitz of not making midweek adjustments, that's for sure. So I do want to do another project run play, but first, let me tell you once again about our friends at Bet Online. .ag, the number one spot for all the basketball and football and hockey and boxing and UFC action you can shake a stick at. 
Yeah, no Missouri line against Vanderbilt yet, but the Chiefs right now favored by four and a half at Tennessee. You know what? I'm a huge Chiefs fan, but how do you bet on them right now? They're just about as bad as the Tigers in terms of covering the spread lately. So let's just stay away from that. But regardless of what you think, you got to head to betonline.ag. And when you do, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just by typing in the little bitty promo code locked on. That's right. Promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at Bet Online, where the game starts. And by Built Bar, who once again has sent me a wonderful care package. I'm being completely honest with you guys here. These Built Bars just keep getting better. The samples they keep sending to me, I'm telling you, they just keep getting a little bit tastier every time. And if you haven't tried Built Bar by now and you're the type of person who wants a protein bar in your life, you got to try these out because even though it's a protein bar, it doesn't taste like your typical protein bar. Most of those things are chalky, waxy, frankly, just hard to get down the old gullet. It's a challenge. But Built Bar, on the other hand, is soft and covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you, you know you're getting something different. I'm a fan. I really am. Built Bar wins me over each and every time they send me a new box. But you know what? You're going to have to get your own box. Sorry, I'm not sharing. So you know what? Here's what you're going to have to do. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Boy, what a difference a shade of pants makes. I went from thinking that was the ugliest uniform combination I've seen revealed last week before, of course, the Texas A&M game. I'm going, really? More white pants? Black on black on white? It just didn't look right to me. But I guess Eli Drinkwitz heard me. That's all I can say. And the team made a change. They used the same combination of helmet and pants, or excuse me, helmet and jersey that they were originally going to wear, but they changed from white pants to the traditional gold pants. Now, unfortunately, it didn't do a lot of good on the field. The result, well, not exactly what the Tigers were looking for. But I will say, those jerseys were excellent. The white block M with the gold around it with those gold pants, the, the sort of old with the new jerseys that we have, What I'm saying there is, you know, the old style, but with a new flavor. I don't know. I I thought that was the best uniform combination that Missouri's had in years. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Unfortunately, the product on the field wasn't great, but hey, at least we look good doing it. Now, I will say, for as much, you know, consternation as I've had the last couple weeks about the Missouri Tigers, as a fan, you know what? Just having Luther Burden in the fold here, 100%, it really does make me relax for the rest of the season. Now, as a podcaster, I have no time to relax, and I always think, how can I make this show better for you, the listener? But really, for me as a fan, a lot of the anxiety is just gone now, because if Burden has the faith, if he's going to take the first step without being able to see the whole staircase 
on this Eli Drinkwitz at Missouri era, well, that gives everybody else a lot of faith too. If it gives all the rest of these guys on the team currently, perhaps, but even more so recruiting classes now and in the future, it's a really big deal. I promise you that. And you've even already heard rumors that Missouri's starting to reach out to guys they haven't talked to in months just to kick the tires and see if this kind of buzz can really, really last. Well, I genuinely think it can. So that's the thing. As a Missouri fan, we're just going to have to be patient for another year or two to really see to really see all of these recruits bear fruit. But I'm telling you, right now I'm excited and definitely relaxed with Burden back in the fold for Missouri. This is huge, huge news. We should all be really, really happy about it. And you know what? You know what makes me happy? Having all of you as a part of this audience. This is really the best audience I could possibly have. All you people who reach out to me on social media through through the email, 99% of it is just incredibly positive stuff. So thank you all so much for that. And I feel like I've got a really smart audience as well. Thanks for making me your first listen. So you know what? I've got a good idea. Make Locked On SEC your second listen of the day with Chris Gordy. Get all your SEC news daily in less than 30 minutes per day. So until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on the Zoom.